what we're seeing is that 88% of the boards are now regarded cybersecurity as a business risk rather than a solely technical IT problem. And it's about communicating that business risk to the board and the need for budget to support and ensure that the OT environment is safe and secure. Organizations that fail to do this have risk on the table. Welcome to Risk Matters X Point. This episode is part of a series celebrating Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Today, we're joined by Rob Wink, who leads our strategic development. Um, welcome, Rob. Thank you, Anna. Great to be here. Today, we're talking about the best approach to investing in industrial cybersecurity. This is a key topic because as cybersecurity is always a changing environment and industrial cybersecurity is an emerging area, we get often get a lot of questions about where to invest, what to invest in, and where to begin. So, Rob, really, what do you hear most from customers when it comes to investment? What are their biggest concerns when they're talking about investing in industrial cybersecurity? Some, some of the biggest concerns on their journey for OT cyber um, is really curious. Funding is an issue because it's not been a normal budgetary item um, that's been approved in the past because of the way OT cyber has developed and industrial control systems had been protected in the past. The second is each client has a separate journey. No unique combination of customers are out there. So if you look at the journey roadmap that they need to build, um, they need to see where they are in the process. And what I mean by that, have they taken the time to look at their assets and asset discovery and management and understand the infrastructure they're, they're trying to manage and protect? Have they had the time to understand the policy management to support those uh, protection levels and threat vectors? And then have they also taken the time on vulnerability management to go in and actually look at where and what and how they intend to protect that environment? Yeah, and I think that you're raising some great points here because the customers that we often come across are saying, I don't even know where to begin. Let's just do a bunch of assessments. Um, and we're often talking with them about, okay, assessments is a good starting point, but it doesn't actually reduce risk. And you just mentioned several good places to begin on that investment, meaning awareness, meaning uh, visibility into the system. What, what assets do I have? Asset inventory, asset discovery, vulnerability management, answering the question of where my holes are. Um, and then, of course, things like monitoring is to see if somebody's in there and can you get them out. Um, who owns these budgets? Like, is the budget generally owned by an operations group or is it owned by IT? Is it owned by someone else? Who, who owns the budget to solve the problem for industrial cybersecurity? Well, again, it's again a mixed bag. 56% of the organizations with an IT team are monitoring, currently monitoring the OT environment, which has been a big shift. Historically, operations has owned OT cyber and the industrial control systems, and they had been protected, uh, what we would call an air gap. You know, it wasn't connected to any other external networks or IP sources. So these uh, industrial control systems were historically 
protected. Now that we have seen a shift into the convergence of IT with OT, um, organizations are struggling with the best way to support these. And most organizations are using a combination of services where the OT side is still managing and monitoring that and working with IT. Um, and then you have the IT organization running and managing the OT environment with the help of OT and the operations team. And when, you, when you're talking about in investments in these areas, people are always fighting for budgets and they never get what they want. If you have a pretty limited budget and you're just starting out, where do you begin? Well, the good news is there's sort of a convergence of things that are happening in the environment. Um, you've got to begin, of course, with, with your, your line management and your CISO. Uh, the challenges of the CISO is actually getting recognition from the board of directors that this is an important aspect of not only his job function, but a board level function as well. What we're seeing is that 88% of the boards are now regarded cybersecurity as a business risk rather than a solely technical IT problem. And it's about communicating that business risk to the board and the need for budget to support and ensure that the OT environment is safe and secure. Organizations that fail to do this have risk on the table of a potential uh, operational shutdown, or more importantly, uh, you know, it could cause risk of life if, if things are not safeguarded in a proper way. Yeah, I think that you're raising a really important point when you're when you're dealing with these budgets and this investment. It actually alludes to a, one of our other topics uh, in this series when when we spoke with our our CEO about perception gaps and perception gaps being from in this case from senior management to potentially uh, the IT or OT organizations, and that often gets convoluted. The discussions start breaking down is because they're the, the CISOs who are asking for this investment are putting things, as you mentioned, in technical terms. I need X amount of capability and to do Y amount of processing or results, et cetera. But senior management doesn't think about that way. They think about this as a risk equation. What is the risk to our business? What is the risk to obviously the health of people? What is the risk to our, our operational um, and our operations to, to, to keep running? And if you can put things in terms, in business terms, and in the language of risk and how we're managing it, that seems to be a much more effective way than just, just the, the technical front. Would you see the role of the, of, of the CISO changing over the next several years? I do. I think what we will see is that uh, the cybersecurity leader or CISO uh, will be reframed in how they approach their job. There's really three areas that uh, we should rethink about how we're thinking about the problem today to how we're thinking about the problem tomorrow. Currently, the CISO, you know, his main job is to prevent breaches. And in the future, he'll be a leader that facilitates risk management. The second area is cyber risk is, is a security problem. That's how it's viewed today. But in the future, cyber risk is a business or organizational risk, and the board will be involved. And finally, security is a roadblock to speed. And that should be thought of in the future of security enables agile and secure products and operational processes. So the shift of how we view the problem today will be changing in the future. It also will become a board level discussion where we'll see actually a, a governing body and the board of directors having to sign off on their cybersecurity policies and business risk. And that will be lead to something that uh, will be a, ch a challenge for a lot of organizations 
who don't view cyber as a risk today. Get one piece of advice to someone who's trying to either obtain or manage a budget. What would it be? We got to sit down and identify um, what is your problem? Where are you in the process? Do you, you know what your cyber assets are? Do you have a list of those things in your OT environment that cyber criminals want to take control over? And then if you can answer the what, it's the how. How are you going to proceed further to protect those assets and threat vectors? And I think that's where organizations are today, or a good percentage of them, is the how. How are we going to do this in our approach? And it will start with funding. That will be a needed exercise. And working you know, through the leadership team, educating your CIO and CO and the senior stakeholders of the value of security and risk and the management of that risk will be an important aspect of all practitioners moving forward. Well, Rob, thank you very much for joining us today. I appreciate the time. Thank you, Ian. It was great to talk. You've been listening to Risk Matters X.0, a podcast focused on all things risk and why it matters to the people, businesses, and industries that sustain our world. Have a topic in mind? Join the conversation by subscribing to our channel and we'll be in touch. Thanks for tuning in to Risk Matters X.0.